Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Zedeker and Jace teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. Jace, were you doing a little homage to the lady back there? I saw you, like, making beautiful hand gestures in her direction. Yeah, it was sort of a, my take on a wave offering without having to sacrifice anything, you know? <laughs> oh, but oh, I see. It's kind of doing I a little wave goes. dance offering thing to her, yeah. Yes. I'm hoping that maybe by the time we reach intermission, you'll have some cake so you can do a cake offering. Oh, yeah. Like, and do some heave offerings, heaving some cakes around in her general direction. Yeah. I, I feel like for a heave offering, you need two people, right? Don't you need to kind of both heave ho together? You have to do kind of a, a one and a two. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what are we actually heaving again? I forget. Like, what are they heaving around? You know, offerings. Oh, yeah, stuff. we did. There was a wave offering. There's a heave offering. There's a cake offering. There's a drink offering. Yeah. Those are the offerings that come to mind. Okay. Now, the difference between the wave and the heave, that I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, there was also, there's the Thanksgiving offering. And there's, there's several yes. types of offerings we've encountered. And we don't quite know how you do them. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had to do them in a while. We haven't had right. to, we haven't like encountered them in a while. And part of me thinks that, they're over. That that time in our lives collectively in this show, like in all of yours, it's over. We're we're moving on. It from might that. be. It seems like Yahweh's off of offerings. Off of offerings. Yeah, he's over it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's he's on to killing. <laughs> no. He's on to just vengeance at this point. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit of push-pull where he's like, You haven't been worshiping me properly, but also I don't want your dirty offerings anymore. That's true. As long as you're going to continue to worship other gods and stuff. I don't want it. Yes. Right. Yes. Quiet. Take it away. <laughs> Take Keep it away it indeed. away from my general direction. Yes, exactly. Well, that was fun. I'm reminiscing about the days of old when we were doing offerings and, and dancing and having a, a happy old time. And very specific Ikea instructions about how to build. Yes. The temple. Yes. And the, the house of worship. Well, soon so. this book will be a thing of the past as well because today is the penultimate episode of Jeremiah. Oh my goodness. I know. Uh, my heart literally just skipped a beat yes. of excitement. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the day, I never thought that the day would arrive. Remember when I was asking like every 10 seconds when Jeremiah was over? <laughs> well, it's almost here. We're almost here. It's almost here. So now I'm in the phase of like, I have to I have to embrace it. I have to love Jeremiah. Yeah, love him while he's still here because he's yes. not going to be here for much longer. Indeed. Yeah, exactly. Because then eventually he'll just be a memory and we'll go, oh, remember how great it was reading Jeremiah? And we'll be like, <laughs> when we're onto some new horribleness <laughs> yeah. that comes next. Exactly. Indeed, yes. <laughs> Quiet. I, well, speaking of Jeremiah, what happened last time? There were in as you told me before the show started, Jace, we're in like a prophecy stage, prophesying. Well, we're, we're in Egypt now. Yes. There's these Israelites who have gone to Egypt. They've taken Jeremiah with them, even though Jeremiah said, ooh, Yahweh's not a fan of Egypt. You shouldn't go there. It's going to be conquered. Right. Mm -hmm. And now Jeremiah is there trying to tell the people, hey, you should worship Yahweh. And they're like, no, we like the queen of the sky. Yeah. We're going to do the opposite of what you tell us to do. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds about right. And I'm, I'm one thing I am unclear about here because we're in the section where each chapter is a prophecy against some other nation around Israel. We talked about that a little bit in the last bonus, but that's kind of like the section. And this is the last section of Jeremiah where we're mm -hmm. talking about, you know, basically all the horrible ruin that's going to come to everyone else around them, which includes Israel. We talked about the Philistines. Today we're going to talk about some more of those. Okay. And so we're really, I really wanted us to get in the mood of kind of channeling the rock here. So I just okay. wanted to play one little excerpt mm. for you to kind of oh. help oh. with oh. Oh, I'm so excited. the energy that we need to okay. bring to today's reading. Because we're reading three long chapters and no psalms, because there's no time for psalms today, because there's so much <laughs> prophesying to do if we want to finish this in two episodes. 
So, so here's our little inspirational message from The Rock. There is no way that you're going to stop The Rock from whipping your big candy ass all night long. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. Oh, wow. that man. That man. I am pumped. I am ready. Right? All night long, baby. All night, All long. night long. All night long, indeed. All night long. <laughs> Put a whip of candy ass all night long. Amazing. Oh my gosh. It's a good version. We'll have to do our own parody of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm also really into him leaning into the double L's and smell. Mm, Smell. Smell. You don't really do that in the English language, but he's like the smell. Oh yeah. What the rock is cooking. Oh, so good. Yeah. Okay. He's a strange one. I'm ready. But uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to I'm ready to do it. He really was the perfect casting for Yahweh. I love it very much. Yes. It's yeah, it's brilliant. So Deniker, what what are you drinking? Oh, I really am interested wow. since I saw your picture on Instagram. Yes. This is a drink that I got for free. Okay, well, there actually. you go. <laughs> um, yeah, a local restaurant was doing a promotion as part of their delivery. It's a Jim Beam double serve, which is basically just a pre-mixed bourbon and cola. Oh. So it's an alcoholic soda. Okay. But it's pretty tasty. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, are you drinking Jim Beam beer? Like, ew, what? But no. Just a can of straight-up Jim Beam whiskey. There you go. Perfect. Straight to the dome. <laughs> That's great. I felt like those like pre-mixed in a can cocktails when I was in Russia They're were hot. super popular. Yeah. Like that's that was like our go-to thing. It's like screwdriver in a can, you know, whiskey coke in a can, like whatever it was. It's coming back around. Exactly. Yeah. They're super hot it's, right now. Yeah. I've been yeah. tempted been to hot. get some, but I really like making my own drinks. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, when you have a very high standard, like if you were to one week be like, and here's my drink recipe open up the can and there that's not as exciting this is not what the people want so no, no. I gotta I gotta give the people what they want no no there would be rioting in the streets indeed yeah alright Jace what about you so I went to the store the other day to get some scotch and I saw up on the shelf that they had the Johnny Walker White Walker whoa whiskey which was their Game of Thrones crossover promo thing that they did. Very cute. Which I thought they did a really good job with the graphic design of it, where it's like the Johnny Walker walking with the the walking stick pose, but he looks like a white walker. Like he's got the glowy eyes and he's That's all awesome. you know, white and spooky looking. Pretty fun. The scotch itself... Meh. The bottle. It's two it's, thumbs up. Yeah. I guess that's what you can expect from a promotional, a weird promotional whiskey. Yeah, what I'll say is it's not bad. It's not like, oh, something's off with it or like it tastes like cheap whiskey. It's more just that it tastes kind of like boring and a little sweet and like there's no peatiness or smokiness to it like I would mm. want from a scotch, which I guess I get if you're trying to do this promo thing where more people can like palate your drink. You don't want to have this super intense scotch if you want everyone to be able to buy it. But, you know, it's just okay. But the graphic design, A+. Are you mixing it with anything or just drinking it? No, just straight up. Just necking it. Out of of my little snifter here. Oh, there you go. Beautiful. All right, Emily, show us your drink. Well, I just had some fresh blackberries, so I made a blackberry bramble. Mm. Um, I've got my little, you know, like twist, lemon twist here. It's just lemon juice, agave, muddled blackberries, and gin. And then I topped it with this is my yeah very fancy ginger beer, which I recommend to everyone because it's really unbelievable. The Q ginger beer, Q spectacular. Uh, and you top it with that. And it, it's great. It just is a really nice mix of flavors. Kind of refreshing and tangy. And I love the blackberries. So highly recommend. Nice. Yes. Beautiful. I'm going to need to get into like some fall and winter drinks pretty mm, soon. Yeah. I can't believe it's... Yeah, like, shove a butternut squash up exactly. in there. Exactly. I got to... Yeah, I got to chop a butternut squash and some pumpkin puree. You could do that thing. Yeah, like what people do to watermelons. Oh. You know, where you fill a watermelon full of vodka. But just open up a butternut squash. <laughs> Maybe I'll get like a small gourd and then do that. But that would yeah. be fun. I, I could figure something out. Yeah, for sure. That sounds like a blast. Yeah, maybe at least you could find a way to make a drink inside the gourd or something. Could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. They have mini pumpkins <laughs> at Whole Foods. I think yeah. I could definitely definitely do some of that. Great. Alrighty. Shall we? Here we go. What are we reading today? Yeah. Today, we are reading three fairly longish chapters of Jeremiah. That's chapters 48, 49, 
and 50. If you want to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in Jeremiah 48-50. Now, let's get ready, get our spandex on, and embody the rock for these performances of these prophecies against different cities. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Jeremiah 48. Of Moab. This is the, the, the shit list of Moab. Okay. Sorry, I have to share this with you. The New International Version has a title for this chapter. And it says, Okay. A message about Moab. But then Eugene was like, Hmm, I don't know about that. No. So his chapter title is, Get out while you can! Exclamation point. <laughs> oh, jeez. Calm down, Mew. Boy. All right. Eugene? That's not Mugene. his name. Mugene. That's his, his like evolved form. He becomes Mugene. Exactly. <laughs> His middle evolution, yeah. Okay. He evolves to become even cooler. (laughs) Thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, Woe to Nebo, for it is laid waste. Kiriathaim is disappointed. It is taken. Misgab is put to shame and broken down. The praise of Moab is no more. In Heshbon, they have devised evil against her. Come, and let us cut her off from being a nation. So just like decimate her entirely? The usual. Yeah, just. Yeah. yeah. The usual. Yeah. Candy ass, you know. <laughs> All night long. <laughs> you also, madmen. Now, madmen is capitalized. Like, like that's a group of people. Uh, the show? Oh, maybe like he's show. talking to like the ad agency. Cool. Yeah, it's like we got to get all this propaganda up in here about these terrible places. We got to get on top of this messaging, Mm, you know? Yeah, right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You also, madmen, shall be brought to silence. The sword shall pursue you. The sound of a cry from Horonaim, desolation and great destruction. Moab is destroyed. Her little ones have caused a cry to be heard. For by the ascent of Luhith, with continual weeping shall they go up. For at the descent of Horonayim, they have heard the distress of the cry of destruction. Flee, save your lives, and be like the heath in the wilderness. For because you have trusted in your works and in your treasures, you also shall be taken. And Chemosh shall go forth into captivity, his priests and his princes together. The destroyer shall come on every city, and no city shall escape. The valley shall also perish, and the plain shall be destroyed as Yahweh has spoken. Give wings to Moab that she may fly and get her away, and her cities shall become a desolation without any to dwell therein. I like that, Dedeker, you, you felt compelled to kind of flap your arms as you were reading that. Flee, Moab! Well, it's, it's a weird... It's, it's a, a weird, weird, yeah. Right, to go from... No, I'm going to destroy Moab. Wouldn't it be nice if Moab, as a concept, had wings so she mm-hmm. can just fly away like a bird? Yeah, uh, cursed. Weird. I don't know. Yes, no, just it's it's strange because are they saying that like Moab? Mo- Moab is like the entire city, though. But again, like personifying but it Moab as a was person. a nation. The Moabites. Okay, sorry. Yes, a nation. And we love personifying nations. Yes. As people yeah. In this yes. book. Yeah. Maybe as a bird in this instance. Lovely. Cursed be he who does the work of Yahweh negligently, and cursed be he who keeps back his sword from blood. Hmm. Who keeps back his sword from blood? So, cursed be he who doesn't go around murdering people. I'm assuming this is talking about the people who are going to be going and murdering Moab. That's my guess. Mm, Yes. Okay, sure. Moab has been at ease from his youth, and he has settled on his lees and has not been emptied from vessel to vessel. Neither has he gone into captivity. Therefore, his taste remains in him, and his scent is not changed. (laughs) What? Give me Eugene. <laughs> Give me Eugene. What okay. does he have to say? Eugene says, "Yeah, tell tell us, Eugene." Eugene says, "Moab has always taken it easy, lazy as a dog in the sun. Never had to work for a living. <laughs> never faced any trouble. Never had to grow up. Never once worked up a sweat." So he's Peter Pan. 
is what they're saying. Yes, Moab is Peter Pan. Got it. And then he says, but those days... He doesn't even need wings to fly, just happy thoughts. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. There you go. And some and some pixie dust. Yeah. You know. Yes, yes. Classic. Important. Uh, is that true, though? I thought Moab... Didn't we have some battles with the Moabites way back when? Back in the day? Uh, I'm fairly certain we did. I didn't get the impression that they were just lazy dogs hanging out. I feel out. like if they're a name of a people that we've heard of, they've been in battles. Like, that's just kind of <laughs> what yes. we've been doing. Yeah. If they're a name of a people we've heard of, they're probably not our friends. Therefore, behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will send to him those who pour off, and they shall pour him off, and they shall empty his vessels and break their bottles in pieces. Okay, now he's a type of fluid. Moab is fluid. Or, or is Moab the town that Link goes to in every <gasps> Legend of Zelda game and smashes all the pots? He smashes pots in every town. <laughs> in every town? What are you talking about, Jay? It's, it's not, not like, like a specific pot town. Yeah. Well, okay. Moab is one of those towns. <laughs> Moab shall be ashamed of Chemosh, as the house of Israel was ashamed of Bethel, their confidence. How say you, we are mighty men and valiant men for the war. Moab is laid waste. They are gone up into his cities, and his chosen young men are gone down to the slaughter, says the king, whose name mm. is Yahweh of hosts. That's a first. Oh. Is it a first? Maybe it's not a first I... of calling Yahweh the king. I don't know. Probably not. The calamity of Moab is near to come, and his affliction hurries fast. All you who are round about him bemoan him, and all you who know his name say... How is the strong staff broken? The beautiful rod. Aaron's rod? (laughs) Okay, he's Peter Pan. He's a bird. He's a fluid. He's a rod. He's everything. Many things. Moab is. You, daughter who dwells in Dibon, come down from your glory and sit in thirst, for the destroyer of Moab has come up against you. He has destroyed your strongholds. Inhabitant of Aurora. That's as good as I could, damn. (laughs) Stand by the way. Stand by the way and watch. Ask him who flees and her who escapes. Say, what has been done? Moab is disappointed, for it is broken down. Wail and cry. Tell you it by the Arnon that Moab is laid waste. Okay, that's... Judgment is come the, on the... That's the end of an yes. indented section. I just wanted oh. to kind of let us know there's okay. like a... So that was about Moab. About Moab. Moab's going to come I, to I think ruin. it's all still going to be about Moab, but, but kind of like... Oh, I'm I'm telling you because maybe this is where a little Selah. We're taking a breath. Go. You know, we kind of reflect on Amen. it. Amen. <laughs> now to continue okay. on Moab's destruction. <laughs> yes. Judgment is come on the plain country, on Holon and on Jaza and on Mephath and on Dibon and on Nebo and on Beth Diblathaim and on Kirathaim and on Beth Gamel and on Beth so Neon. And on Kiriath, and on Bozrah, and on all the cities of the land of Moab, far or near. Mm. The horn of Moab is cut off, and his arm is broken, says yes. Yahweh. Okay, now we have a new mid-chapter heading oh. from Eugene. What? Oh, what is it? Another one. The sheer nothingness of Moab. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry, I cannot imagine reading this as a child. I w- listen, I wouldn't. I certainly didn't. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't. <laughs> refuse. Most of us didn't. Most of us essentially refused. Well, I, I wanted to. I tried. I did not. I tried, I tried a few times in my youth. Really? Could never. Now we're making couldn't you. stick with it. I know. Now I'm making up for it. I'm yeah. atoning. And did. I, oh, God, as a child, I couldn't think of anything more boring, more, anything I was interested in less than <laughs> reading the Bible or reading a devotional. And it was a source of guilt because, of course, there's very much this narrative that this should be the best time of day. What? Your quiet time. When you sit down, reading about Moab, like eating it. (laughs) I mean, not this specifically, (laughs) but this is a part of it. That's what I mean. Like, there's so much of this, and then the rest of it is like how to to heave, offer, and (laughs) how to heave a cake, slaughter (laughs) animals, and sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is funny though that I will say that drunk Bible study days are often the highlight of my week. Something I really look forward to. So maybe there's something to that, Dedeker, of like... I agree. This is my special time. I agree. So it's like <laughs> they wanted it, to, it ended up happening in the end anyway. Exactly. They predicted it. As, as yeah. the prophecy foretold. Indeed. <laughs> foretold. <laughs> All righty. Make you him drunken, 
for he magnified himself against Yahweh, and Moab shall wallow in his vomit. Gross. Gross. And he also shall be in derision. For wasn't Israel a derision to you? Was he found among thieves? For as often as you speak of him, you wag the head. Oh, Oh, Moab wagging that head. You inhabitants of Moab, leave the cities and dwell in the rock and be like the dove that makes her nest over the mouth of the abyss. Go just camp out on this little ledge. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. We have heard of the pride of Moab, that he is very proud, his loftiness and his pride and his arrogance and the haughtiness of his heart. I know his wrath, says Yahweh, that it is nothing. His boastings have worked nothing. Wait, so Therefore, how is Moab lofty and prideful at this point when, when he's being completely decimated? I think this is a prophecy. Is this a prediction of Moab's decimation? Yeah, exactly. So, All these are prophecies. It's like you're proud now. Yeah. Oh. You think you're so cool now, but just you wait. Yeah. Moab. Yeah. Basically, Jeremiah was kind of writing the plot to a large number of 90s movies <laughs> that are all kind of that like comeuppance story, right? Where it's like you see the the haughty, arrogant person who's then brought low and then mm. redeems themselves. He was kind of writing the first part of that part. Got it. He hadn't Got kind of it. figured out the redemption part of it yet. Yeah. But, but this is that. Okay. Therefore, will I wail for Moab? Yes, I will cry out for all Moab. For the men of Kir Haris shall they mourn. With more than the weeping of Jazer will I weep for you, vine of Sibma, whatever that is. Your branches passed over the sea. They reached even to the sea of Jazer. On your summer fruits and on your vintage, the destroyer is fallen. Gladness and joy is taken away from the fruitful field and from the land of Moab. And I have caused wine to cease from the wine presses. None shall tread with shouting. The shouting shall be no shouting. Wait, I'm sorry. The shouting shall be no shouting? What? What is happening? (laughs) The shouting shall be no shouting. You're not going to shout is what we're saying. It's, yeah, it's like, the. I'm assuming this is the normal, like, joyful shouting that would happen when you're stomping on grapes. I assume Mm. that you shout during that activity. I've never done it. We got to go sometime, Dedeker. Use your Napa connections. (laughs) No. (laughs) My Napa connections <laughs> to get us hooked up with a sweet grape stopping party. Yeah, yes, totally. I bet. I bet you we will be shouting while we do it. We'll be like, "Waha!" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that definitely will happen. <laughs> Exciting. I feel like I've seen horrible viral videos of people getting very injured. Oh, jeez. With grape stomping. Goodness. Very easy to fall over. Well, we'll be mm. careful. Think about it. You're standing on squishy grapes. Yeah, you you just. We'll be careful. No, yeah. like be very careful. Very careful. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Okay. Shouting. It's going to be no shouting. From the cry of Heshbon, even to Alalia, even to Jahaz, have they uttered their voice? From Zoar, even to Horonaim, to Eglath Shalishia, from the waters of Nimrim also shall become desolate. Hmm. Moreover, I will cause to cease in Moab, says Yahweh, him who offers in the high place and him who burns incense to his gods. Mm. Yep. Yep. Uh oh. I hate those. Uh oh. Yeah. Can't stand that. Therefore, my heart sounds for Moab like pipes, and my heart sounds like pipes for the men of Kirhiris. Mm. So I seem like do do do. I'm imagining like little. Sound like at this at this point in history, Jace, some pan pipes. I'm imagining little pan pipes. <laughs> He's doing little. Yeah, cute. Love it. Oh, uh, sounding like pipes. Yes. Therefore, the abundance that he has gotten is perished. For every head is bald and every beard clipped. On all the hands are cuttings and on the loins sackcloth. Mm. On all the housetops of Moab and in the streets of it, there is lamentation everywhere. For I have broken Moab like a vessel in which none delights, says Yahweh. (laughs) Everyone hated that pot anyway. (laughs) It was a garbage pot. Let's just be fair. Uh. How is it broken down? How do they wail? How has Moab turned the back with shame? So shall Moab become a derision and a terror to all who are round about him. For thus says Yahweh, Behold, he shall fly as an eagle and shall spread out his wings against Moab. Kiriath is taken and the strongholds are seized and the heart of the mighty men of Moab at that day shall be as the heart of a woman in her pangs. Of course. Drink for repetition and Woo. comparing ourselves to women in labor. <laughs> Oh, right. Brady in the chat asked, what did Moab do wrong in this book? And I have to I have to ask the two of you, like, do you remember? I, I don't know. Well, 
the main thing that Moab did wrong was not being Israel. Okay. Well, and worshiping other gods. Like we did clarify that earlier because he was yes. talking about uh, which god was it? It wasn't Molech. Asheroth? No. It wasn't Asheroth. Was it Chemosh? Yes. It was okay. Chemosh. So, you know, uh-huh. they're worshiping another god. Classic, classic stuff. Okay. Yeah. I, that makes sense. I will say today on my walk, I smelled some incense and I was like, oh, Oh no, God is going to be really, <laughs> Yahweh's going to be really angry, really angry at this incense. Was it, it on smelled- a hill by any chance? Because that's the worst place to burn incense in the high places. Yeah, was it coming from a second story apartment in a high place? Mm. It was coming from a second story apartment. Yeah, it's a high place. Oh no. But not a hill. It was very flat where I was. So I mm. don't know. But yes, quite. Okay. Well, I'm glad you got out of there post haste because. I did. I ran. I was like, ah! I can't even imagine what Yahweh must have done No, just as soon as you were out of your shot. Yeah, nothing good. Moab shall be destroyed from being a people because he has magnified himself against Yahweh. Fear and the pit and the snare are on you, inhabitant of Moab, says Yahweh. He who flees from the fear shall fall into the pit, and he who gets up out of the pit shall be taken in the snare. For I will bring on him, even on Moab, the year of their visitation, says Yahweh. Mm. Those who fled stand without strength under the shadow of Heshbon. For a fire has gone forth out of Heshbon, and a flame from the midst of Sihon, and has devoured the corner of Moab, and the crown of the head of the tumultuous ones. Eugene says, it will... (laughs) Sorry. Eugene says... Fire will flame high from Heshbon, a firestorm raging from the capital of Sihon's kingdom. It will burn off Moab's eyebrows. (laughs) How unfortunate. (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. That doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. Usually when someone's had their eyebrows burnt off, it's an indicator of it could have been a lot worse. True. And they're lucky that they got away just with some missing eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Singed eyebrows. Uh Uh-huh. Woe to you, O Moab. The people of Chemosh is undone, for your sons are taken away captive and your daughters into captivity. Yet will I bring back the captivity of Moab in the later days, says Yahweh. Thus far is the judgment of Moab. Wow. There. Love it. Done. That's what we have to say about Moab. (laughs) One note the entire time. (sighs) Wow. (sighs) You do 47 verses to say that Moab is, Moab's on the shit list. Wow. Mm -hmm. Now, I have to say, okay, we have two more chapters, but the middle chapter that I'm doing is a little on the shorter side. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should keep going. I don't know. What no, do you we got to take a break. I need to fill oh. this drink to make it through two <laughs> okay. more chapters of this. All right. All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to take a quick break, but we want to talk about some ways that you can help support this show, help keep it coming. Um, maybe we should do some sort of like a, a pledge-a-thon where if we don't get enough pledges, yeah. we don't do another book. I don't know. I No, we're going to keep going. <laughs> I know. That's we committed to this long ago. We have to keep going. Long, long ago. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, gosh. But yes, we would love your support in keeping this show going. Honestly, the best thing you can do is just tell more people about it. Spread the word. Get more people coming to the live shows. We have a blast. Lots of fun. Unless there's someone who really likes a polished show, in which case they should probably just listen to the recorded ones and not the live ones because this is where all Mm. the outtakes and weird stuff happens. Yeah, we had to do two takes of the opening today. So that was fun. And if you're able to and you would like to, we would love your support on Patreon. We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. And there, as a thank you for contributing to the show, we have things like early releases of episodes a couple days early. We'll give you a personal toast on the show. We have one of those coming up later today. And Emily's drink recipes, along with pictures every week, so that you can make your own beautiful drinks that make your friends jealous. All righty. It is time for chapter 49. Does this have a heading, Jace? Oh, good question. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, Eugene. Yes. Okay, so again, the New International Version says a message about Ammon. So this one's going to be about the Ammonites. Mm-hmm. And then Eugene says, well, you're a broken down has-been. <laughs> oh, man. That's it? Not even anything about Ammon? Just <laughs> you're a broken down has-been? Uh, the last one didn't say anything about Moab either. <laughs> Wow, Eugene. Yeah. Wow. And then we're also going to have a couple different mid-chapter 
I got five different mid-chapter titles five? as oh, we go. Five? Oh, jeez. So, you got to be on top I'll, of it, Jace. You got to call them out. Please let me know when they happen. Yeah. Yeah, please let me know when they happen. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Of the children of Ammon, thus says Yahweh, has Israel no sons? Has he no heir? Why then does Malcham, Malcham with Malcham an a, in the middle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, possess Gad. So maybe Malcham is going to be pretty... What is his name? Freddie Mu- Frankie Munez. That's his name. I was like, Freddie Prince Jr.? No. <laughs> Why does Malcam possess Gad and his people well in the cities of it? Therefore, behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will cause an alarm of war to be heard against Rabbah of the children of Ammon, and it shall become a desolate heap, and her daughters shall be burned with fire. Then shall Israel possess those who did possess him, says Yahweh. Yikes, she is wow, getting off to a fun start. Whale Heshbon for I is laid waste. AI. I oh yeah. We used to have that name come up a lot. It has it's been a while since we had I I is laid waste. Cry, you daughters of Rabbah. Gird you with sackcloth, lament, and run back and forth among the fences. For Malcam in the middle shall go into captivity, his priests and his princes together. So Milcom Milcom in the middle is uh, a god, I think. Milcam. I think that's what I'm getting from this. Is that how you say it? Mine says M-A-L-K. C A M. Oh, yours is M I L. Yours is Milcom. Interesting. Yeah, in, Milcom in the in middle. Eugene's it's M I L C O M. Milcom. Milcom. And then C O M. That's totally spelled differently than this. That's yeah. That's very different. And then check this out. In the N I V, it's just spelled Molech. Oh, but with a K at the end Whoa. instead of a C H. Well, we know who Molech is, though. Yeah, we go way back. Everyone's favorite baby burner. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I guess this is probably another form, another languages version of that. Wow. Fascinating. Of that one. Why glory you in the valleys? Your flowing valley, backsliding daughter, who trusted in her treasures, saying, Who shall come to me? Behold, I will bring a fear on you, says the Lord Yahweh of hosts, from all who are round about you, and you shall be driven out every man right forth, and there shall be none to gather together the fugitives. Have we entered a new section yet, Jace, or no? <laughs> uh, what verse did you just end on? Five. Uh, no, we're not there yet. Verse seven is when okay. we get a new title. Oh, okay, okay, soon. But afterward, I will bring back the captivity of the children of Ammon, says Yahweh. What is it? <laughs> oh, that was, that was okay. <laughs> that was six. Then I will make things right with Amon. Interesting. So it's like he's going to make bad stuff happen, but then make it right for them too, kind of like he's doing with Israel right now. Is that what I'm getting from this? Okay. Uh, <laughs> it says I will bring back the captivity. Let's just keep let's just keep going. We got a lot of we got a lot of text to get through today. Maybe this is like I'll make things right with them by putting them in their place and having you conquer them. Maybe that's maybe that's the deal. Huh. Okay, this mid-chapter heading here is strutting across the stage of history. Ooh. Oh my god. Of Edom, thus says Yahweh of hosts, is wisdom no more in Timon? Mm. Is counsel perished from the prudent? Is their wisdom banished? Flee you, turn back, dwell in the depths, inhabitant of Dedan, 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 for I will bring the calamity of Esau on him, the time that I shall visit him. If grape gatherers came to you, would they not leave some gleaning grapes? If thieves by night, wouldn't they destroy until they had enough? But I have made Esau bear. I have uncovered his secret places. Joy. And he shall not. Be able to hide himself. His seed is destroyed, and his brothers and his neighbors, and he is no more. Leave your fatherless children. I will preserve them alive. And let oh, your that, widows... Emily, you said that in such like a vicious tone of voice, <laughs> but he's saying, but like, but your orphans, they'll, them I'll, I'll treat okay. Oh, oh, nice. I will preserve them alive. Yeah. Let your widows trust in me. I don't know. He's like angry at everyone, so I just figured. <laughs> yeah. For thus says Yahweh, behold, they to whom it didn't pertain to drink of the cup shall assuredly drink. Yeah, sure. Cool. 
And <laughs> are you he who shall altogether go unpunished? You shall not go unpunished, but you shall surely Wait, is drink. Is drinking a good thing or is it a bad thing in this context? I don't know. Maybe this is that like cup of wrath or whatever oh, that right. we had yeah, a while back. Yeah, yeah. I think this is yeah, a bad it, a bad drink. Was it Brady gave us the recipe to that? But the cup of wrath. I don't know. <laughs> right. I got to try making it someday, but I'm not. I I'm only gonna have a sip of it. Is is what's gonna happen? For I have sworn by myself, says Yahweh, that Bozra shall become an astonishment a reproach, a waste, and a curse, and all the cities of it shall be perpetual wastes. I have heard news from Yahweh, and an ambassador is sent among the nations, saying, Gather yourselves together, and come against her, and rise up to the battle. For behold, I have made you small among the nations and despised among men. As for your terror, the pride of your heart has deceived you. O you who dwell in the clefts of the rock, who hold, not me, the rock, no, not me, no, no. God, but Lower like rock. rocks is in yeah. lowercase rocks, yeah. little rocks. Who hold the height of the hill, though you should make your nest as high as the eagle, I will bring you down from there, says Yahweh. The, so this is where we get the title that Eugene had, um, was that he said back to like verse 16 or so, 15 or 16, he says, you think you're so great strutting across the stage of history living high in the impregnable rocks, acting like king of the mountain. Wow. You think you're above it all, don't you? Like an eagle in its airy. <laughs> well, you're headed for a fall. Good. Nice. Goodness. Goodness. Edom shall become an astonishment. Everyone who passes by it shall be astonished and shall hiss at the plagues, plagues, plagues. <laughs> at the plagues of it. Oh no, the plagues. As, <laughs> as in the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah and the neighbor cities of it, says Yahweh, no man shall dwell there, neither shall any son of man sojourn therein. Behold, he shall come up like a lion from the pride of the Jordan against the strong habitation, for I will suddenly make them run away from it. And whoever is chosen, him I will appoint over it. For who is like me? Mm. No, no one. No one's like obviously. the rock. No one. Nah. And who will appoint me a time? And who is the shepherd who will stand before me? Therefore, hear the counsel of Yahweh that he has taken against Edom and his purposes, and that he has purposed against the inhabitants of Timon, Temon, Temon. Surely they shall drag them away, even the little ones of the flock. Oh my gosh. Surely he shall make their habitation desolate over them. The earth trembles at the noise of their fall. There is a cry, the noise which is heard in the Red Sea. So we're talking about the Red Sea again? I guess that's in the neighborhood, I assume. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Behold, he shall come up and fly as the eagle and spread out his wings against Bozrah. And the heart of the mighty men of Edom at that day shall be as the heart of the woman in her pangs. Oh, yeah. Drink, drink for pangs. It's just like the low-hanging fruit, for the okay? Pangs. Yeah. Yeah. Drink for those labor pangs mm -hmm. and also drink for the fact that we have another mid-chapter title heading. Oh, please, please. And what I'm realizing us. here is that these title headings are, these are like rapid fire different kingdoms we're talking mm. about, right? Oh, they they really like spent a ton of time on Moab and then they were right. like, and everybody else. Right, like Egypt got a whole chapter, Moab got a whole chapter. Yeah. But now that, so that first part was the Ammonites and then okay. the second part was the Edomites. Okay. And now we are moving on to... It's the Damascites. Damascus, yeah. The chapter title here is The Blood Will Drain from the Face of Damascus. Whoa. Um, Intense. Calm down. Okay, Eugene. Of Damascus, Hamath is confounded in Arpad, for they have heard evil news. They are melted away. There is sorrow on the sea, it can't be quiet. They're melted away. Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, Eugene says, the blood will drain from the face of Damascus as she turns to flee. Goodness. Okay. Damascus has grown feeble. She turns herself to flee 
and trembling has seized on her. Anguish and sorrows have taken hold of her as a woman in travail. Oh my God. Okay, drink again. Drink mm. again. Drinking again. Gosh, we're gonna we're gonna go through these drinks a little fast on this chapter. <laughs> yep. How is the city of praise not forsaken? The city of my joy. Therefore, her young men shall fall in her streets, and all the men of war shall be brought to silence in that day, says Yahweh of hosts. I will kindle a fire in the wall of Damascus, and it shall devour the palaces of Ben-Hadad. Of Kadar, oh wait, is this a new one? Is this uh, a new one? Of Ben-Hadad, yes, you're right, we got a new one. Okay, Yeah. this chapter title is Find a Safe Place to Hide. Mm. Mm. It's good advice, Yeah, actually. for everybody, really. Of Kadar, and of the kingdoms of Hazor, Hazor, which Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, struck. Thus says Yahweh, Arise, you, go up to Kadar, and destroy the children of the east. Their tents and their flocks shall they take. They shall carry away for themselves their curtains and all their vessels and their camels, and they shall cry to them, <laughs> uh, camel, terror on every side, flee you, wander far off, dwell in the depths, you inhabitants of Hazor, says Yahweh, for Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, has taken counsel against you and has conceived a purpose against you. Arise, go up to a nation that is at ease, that dwells without care, says Yahweh, that have neither gates nor bars that dwell alone. Their camels shall be a booty. <laughs> <laughs> and the multitude hold of their on, Hold on. I just I feel like we need a, a moment of respect for, is this the first time that the word booty's been dropped? Normally he calls it like a spoil. You're right. Or, like, or I think a plunder, perhaps. I think so. This is the first time that anyone's been a booty. Yeah. And I like that. Wow. I love it. Yeah. I love it very much. Camel booty. <laughs> And the multitude of their cattle is spoil, and I will scatter to all winds those who have the corners of their hair cut off, and I will bring their calamity from every side of them, says Yahweh. Hazor shall be a dwelling place of jackals and desolation forever. No man shall dwell there, neither shall any son of man sojourn there. Yeah, I like that we've gotten back to the animals taking over kingdoms, because that was a fun yeah. theme we had for a yeah. while back mm -hmm. in... What was that? It was Isaiah, like ostriches are gonna hang out and some jackals. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I right. mean, remember when the pandemic like started and like in New York City there were like deer running amok and stuff? You know. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. kind of what would happen. Yeah. That was all prophesied here in Jeremiah. It's some uh what was that Will Smith movie? The day not the day after tomorrow. What was it? The one with the zombies. I am legend. That's the one, Dedeker. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a new chapter heading here. Oh, okay. This is, the winds will blow away, Elam. Sad. The word of Yahweh that came to Jeremiah, the prophet. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeremiah is a part of the story still. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, he is, right? Almost forgot. The word of Yahweh that came to Jeremiah, the prophet, concerning Elam in the beginning of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah, saying, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, Behold, I will break the bow of Elam, the chief of their might. On Elam, I will bring the four winds from the four quarters of the sky and will scatter them toward all those winds. And there shall be no nation where the outcasts of Elam shall not come. I will cause Elam to be dismayed before their enemies and before those who seek their life. And I will bring evil on them, even my fierce anger, says Yahweh. And I will send the sword after them until I have consumed them. And I will set my throne in Elam and I will destroy from there king and princes, says Yahweh. But it shall happen in the latter days that I will bring back the captivity of Elam, says Yahweh. That's it for my chapter. Yeah, so Eugene ends that by saying, but the time will come when I make everything right for Elam again. So I feel like it is in these prophecies we're getting like, here's all the bad things that's going to happen to everyone. And then select kingdoms get this like, but eventually like, we'll be cool again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Just those are like Yahweh's special kingdoms. Yeah, I guess. Special boys. I, th I think it's kind of like, I can't make it too comfortable for the Israelites. Hmm. I need to, hmm. you know. We Gotta need, have someone to keep them in check. Yeah, we need some challenge. We need the ecosystem okay. still. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. This is it. Last chapter of the day. Woo! Jeremiah 50. 
Now, I'm going to have to do my own checking if there are any <laughs> chapter headings. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's enough. just the one at the beginning oh. of this one. All right. Well, good. Okay, bring us home. And it says, get out of Babylon as fast as you can. Same, okay. Ah! All right. Just everybody, same <laughs> message. Just get the F yes, out. Yes. But I think that means that this whole chapter is going to be about Babylon. So they they get their own chapter. They're important enough for that. Babylon. Exactly. Like David Gray says. Yes. Yeah. The word that Yahweh spoke concerning Babylon, concerning the land of the Chaldeans, by Jeremiah the prophet. Okay. <laughs> it's like he wrote a book. By Jeremiah the prophet. Yes. <laughs> Declare you among the nations and publish and set up a standard. Publish and don't conceal. Say, Babylon is taken. Bel is disappointed. Merodach is dismayed. Her images are disappointed. Her idols are dismayed. So much disappointment and dismay. You really could have used a thesaurus in this section here. (laughs) Listen, I I don't think that's happening here (laughs) in, in this translation. Yeah. For out of the north, there comes up a nation against her, which shall make her land desolate, and none shall dwell therein. They are fled, they are gone, both man and animal. In those days... And in that time, says Yahweh, the children of Israel shall come. They and the children of Judah together, they shall go on their way weeping and shall seek Yahweh, their God. Hmm. They shall inquire concerning Zion with their faces turned toward it, saying, Come you and join yourselves to Yahweh in an everlasting covenant that shall not be forgotten. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. All who found them have devoured them. And their adversaries said, we're not guilty because they've sinned against Yahweh, the habitation of righteousness, even Yahweh, the hope of their fathers. Flee out of the midst of Babylon and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans and be as the male goats before the flocks. What? Um, well, what I know about male goats is usually they're not kept around, really. Oh, okay. Most male, yeah, most male... Like male chickens. Yeah, it's like you keep one or two for breeding, and then the rest of them are for, for you know... Mm. Eating? Eating, usually. Interesting. So I just checked Eugene, and he says, good... Sheepdogs lead, but don't you be led. Uh, okay. I think sure. he was he was really oh, trying Jane. to find something here too. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. We're, what are we doing? We're being goats. Uh, nine. Nine. Yes. Thank you. Gosh. For behold, I will stir up and cause to come up against Babylon a company of great nations from the north country, and they shall set themselves in array against her. And there she shall be taken. Her arrows, or their arrows, shall be as of an expert mighty man. None shall return in vain. Chaldea, never seen that conjugation of that, or declension of that. Have we not? No, Chaldea, just as a a place. It's cool. Yeah. Chaldea shall be a prey. All who prey on her shall be satisfied, says Yahweh. Because... You are glad because you rejoice, O you who plunder my heritage, because you are wanton as a heifer that treads out the grain and neigh as strong horses. Hmm. Oh, what's a, what's a strong neigh? <laughs> what's a neigh as a strong oh. horse neigh? <laughs> well, I, like a like a Clydesdale yeah, neigh. I would right, assume. Right. Yeah. Your mother. <laughs> shall be utterly disappointed. <laughs> well, that ship's already sailed. How unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Dunninger. She who bore you shall be confounded. Behold, she shall be the least of the nations, a wilderness, a dry land, and a desert. Because of the wrath of Yahweh, she shall not be inhabited, but she shall be wholly desolate. I guess your mom is the land in this case. Whose mom? Just like anyone's mom? mom? Their The Chaldean's mom is Got it. the land that they live on, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Everyone who goes by Babylon shall be astonished and shall hiss at all her plagues. All the plagues, Jace, please. At the plagues, sorry. <laughs> Pronunciation's hard. <laughs> Set yourself in array against Babylon around about, all you who bend the bow. Shoot at her. Spare no arrows. Shoot, shoot, shoot. <laughs> For she, I need to watch that again. For she has sinned against Yahweh. And she's also a clever girl. A clever girl. And she's so clever. Shout against her roundabout. She has submitted herself. Her bulwarks are fallen. Her walls are thrown down. For it is the vengeance of Yahweh. Take vengeance on her, as she has done due to her. Cut off the sower from Babylon, and him who handles the sickle in the time of harvest. For fear of the oppressing sword, they shall turn everyone to his people, and they shall flee everyone to his own land. Israel is a hunted sheep. The lions have driven him away. First, the king of Assyria devoured him. And now at last, Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, has broken his bones. Wait, if he's already been devoured, how can his bones be broken after the fact? I'm assuming... Just asking. I'm assuming it's got to be that he was devoured and then pooped out. Ew. And then Nebuchadnezzar and then re- broke re- the bones re- that were still reassembled. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dang it. Like, Jace, we really didn't need what? to add Jace, to the you, bad no. imagery mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uncomfortable nope. imagery nope. in this book. It's got plenty. Nope. It has got plenty. We do not need to help hmm. it along. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> Therefore, thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, colon, Behold, I will punish the king of Babylon and his land as I have punished the king of Assyria. I will bring Israel again to his pasture, and he shall feed on Carmel and Bashan, and his soul shall be satisfied on the hills of Ephraim and in Gilead. In those days, and in that time, says Yahweh, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for, and there shall be none, and the sins of Judah and they shall not be found, for I will pardon them who I leave as a remnant. So we're coming back around to like, Israel's going to conquer these people now, instead of like other kingdoms doing the conquering. Like later? Later. Yeah, Emily, it's always later. It's prophecies. They're always always later. Okay, but like, I thought that you said that like this whole book, or that this whole part of the book is the prophecy. Yes, yes, exactly. So are we prophesying about a, a later prophecy? We're prophesying, prophesying, and then also like later prophesying. I don't... Prophecy is always about the future. Yeah, but like there's like a small future like in the not so distant I future see, and I then see. a future in a later, later distant future. No, I think in this case, if I'm reading this correctly, that the Chaldeans... Or like their comeuppance is going to come by Israel conquering them. Eventually. Versus when we talked about like Egypt, bad things that are going to happen to Egypt was prophesied that Babylon was going to be the ones that came and beat them. Okay. So I think it's more just clarifying that like, and the ones who will be doing the whipping of the candy asses will be Israel <laughs> in this case. Got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. We got a long way to go. Just, what? I'm just saying. It's not that long. Just settle in. Just settle in. Just settle in. There's not too much Okay, left. the reason why is because this this Jim Beam double serve is a lot stronger than I thought <laughs> okay. it was Well, then be. sit down, Denegar. And... I can't. I'm in standing desk. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Well, <laughs> fine. I just, I'm fine. just worried about my constitution here is all. Okay. Okay. In those days and in that time, says Yahweh, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for and there shall be none and the sins of Judah and they shall not be found for I will pardon them who I leave as a remnant. Go up against the land of Merathaim, even against it, and against the inhabitants of Pekod, kill and utterly destroy after them, says Yahweh, and do according to all that I have commanded you. A sound of battle is in the land, and a great destruction. How is the hammer of the whole earth cut apart and broken? How is Babylon become a desolation among the nations? Good band name, Desolation Among the Nations. And- Smog. It's good, yeah. And and smog, yes. I have laid a snare for you, and you are also taken, Babylon. And you weren't aware. You are found and also caught. 
because you have striven against Yahweh. I'm sorry, what? Is that a word? Like like you've strived. Striven? You strove. You've been striving. You, str- you strove? Yeah. You strived. <laughs> Emily's face is so incredulous right now. This is the first time I've ever heard that version of that word. Whatever. Well, I, it's, I like it. It's Yeah, I'm into it. I don't. I, I hate it. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Yahweh has opened his armory and has brought forth weapons of his indignation. For the Lord Yahweh of hosts has a work to do in the land of the Chaldeans. Come against her from the utmost border. Open her storehouses. Cast her up as heaps and destroy her utterly. Let nothing of her be left. Kill all her bulls. Let them go down to the slaughter. Woe to them, for their day has come, the time of their visitation. The voice of those who flee and escape out of the land of Babylon to declare in Zion the vengeance of Yahweh our God, the vengeance of his temple. Call together the archers against Babylon, all those who bend the bow, encamp against her roundabout. Let none of it escape. Recompense her according to her work, according to all that she has done due to her, for she has been proud against Yahweh, against the Holy One of Israel. Therefore, shall her young men fall in her streets, and all her men of war shall be brought to silence in that day, says Yahweh. It's like a why the last man. I haven't, yeah. (laughs) Have you heard of that? I read the comic. I'm familiar, yeah. Yeah, just like I'm thinking of like these men like falling in the streets, like all of a sudden they're just like Mm -hmm. dead. And then all of the men are gone and women rule the earth. Like uh, what? Women inherit the earth. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Dedeker. Thank you. Like Laura Dern said in that eternal classic. (laughs) She knew. Jurassic Park. Okay. Behold, I am against you, you proud one, says the Lord Yahweh of hosts. For your day has come, the time that I will visit you. The proud one shall stumble and fall, and none shall raise him up. And I will kinder... Kinder? Boy... (laughs) Boy, this White Walker. I'm getting possessed by the White Walker. Yeah, this is this is the occupational hazard of having long chapter readings. Is just you just keep on drinking and it just gets harder and harder. Yep, yep. The proud one shall stumble and fall, and none shall raise him up, and I will kindle a fire in his cities, and it shall devour all who are round about him. Thus says Yahweh of hosts: the children of Israel and the children of Judah are oppressed together. And all who took them captive hold them fast. They refuse to let them go. Their Redeemer is strong. Yahweh of hosts is his name. He will thoroughly plead their cause that he may give rest to the earth and disquiet the inhabitants of Babylon. A sword is on the Chaldeans, says Yahweh, and on the inhabitants of Babylon, and on her princes and on her wise men. A sword is on the boasters, and they shall become fools. A sword is on her mighty men, and they shall be dismayed. A sword is on their horses, and on their chariots, and on all the mixed people who are in the midst of her, Um, and they shall become as women. Oh, great. God forbid. Dang it. The worst fate of all. And they shall become as women, colon. A sword is on her treasures and they shall be robbed. A drought... <laughs> I'm just going to leave that just, thing in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. A drought is on her waters, and they shall be dried up. For it is a land of engraved images, and they are mad over idols. Just mad. Okay. Mad for it. <laughs> They're so mad about those pop idols. They love it. <laughs> so pissed. Therefore, the wild animals of the desert with the wolves shall dwell there. And the ostriches shall dwell therein. Yes, they're back. Yes. (laughs) Love them. And it shall be no more inhabited forever. Neither shall it be lived in from generation to generation. As when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah and the neighbor cities of it, says Yahweh, so shall no man dwell there. Two things of Sodom and Gomorrah today, by the way. Fascinating. Two two name drops? Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Neither shall any son of man sojourn there. Behold, a people comes from the north, and a great nation and many kings shall be stirred up from the uttermost parts of the earth. It's got to be like Vikings, right? From the north? 
they, <laughs> they lay hold on bow and spear. They are cruel and have no mercy. Their voice roars like the sea, and they ride on horses. Everyone set in array, as a man to the battle against you, daughter of Babylon. The king of Babylon has heard the news of them, and his hands wax feeble. Anguish has taken hold of him, and pangs as of a woman in travail. Oh, my goodness. How many freaking times are we going to do this today? (laughs) Gosh, I need to save the rest of my drink for the toast, so I'm not going to drink. Behold, the enemy shall come up like a lion from the pride of the Jordan against the strong habitation, for I will suddenly make them run away from it. Wow, Yahweh, you made them run away from a lion. Amazing. (laughs) I think they would do it otherwise. Yeah. And whoever is chosen, him will I appoint over it. For who is like me? No one. And who will appoint me a time? Apparently no one. And who is the shepherd who can stand before me? Therefore, hear the counsel of Yahweh that he has taken against Babylon and his purposes that he has purposed against the land of the Chaldeans. Surely they shall drag them away, even the little ones of the flock. Surely he shall make their habitation desolate over them. At the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth trembles and the cry is heard among the nations. So everyone in the chat is saying that Jesus is this shepherd who they're talking about. That isn't, okay, I'm just going to say it again. Isn't Jesus part of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost because he's the Son? And so isn't he just part of Yahweh, but also Yahweh's Son? And so isn't he just like like Yahweh, like squared? Or Some people also say he's actually the sheep because he's like the sacrifice. When he gets crucified. Yeah. He's referred to as the Lamb of God sometimes. He's all of those things. Yeah, he's the Lamb of God. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. But also God himself? Or is it just like God was like, here's my rib, and I'm instead of making another Adam because that didn't turn out well, I'm going to make you <laughs> me, but in human form, and everyone's going to love you, <laughs> and you're going to be able to do cool stuff like walk on water and cure blind people. I don't know. I love I love hearing Emily's impressions of the whole Jesus Impressions story. of yeah, God. It is nice to see your brain trying to put it together, just like trying. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I do think it's, it's just, I just have to remind us, I know you know this, but what we're reading now, these writers were not thinking about or talking about Jesus. That was not but part of their narrative. But that's interesting, right? Oh, I see. Okay. It wasn't their, it wasn't their narrative, but everybody is like alluding to Jesus, like after the fact, uh, yes, like all of the, the, the things that we read, yes. they're like Jesus. That's Jesus, but it's it wasn't at the time. Well, yeah. When we get to the New Testament, you'll see some of this where there's like, because well, gosh, we'll talk about this so much more when we Is get it there. Jesus immediately on the New Testament. What's yeah. the first book yeah, of the New right Testament? Away, right yeah. to Jesus. Right, yes. Jesus, right away. Yeah. Yes. Right yes. immediately. Is it called like book one, Jesus right away? <laughs> no, it's called yes, that's the name book of the one, first book. Matthew, the gospel of Matthew. Yes. Got it. Okay. So it starts with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. Yeah. Basically the New Testament is like, they start with Matthew, which is the Jesus. It's like Matthew colon Jesus here now. <laughs> and then they decided to do like a reboot. And that was Mark colon Jesus rises. And then they decide to reboot the whole series again and then they do Luke. And it's like Luke, colon, Jesus for real this time. Yeah, Luke was a more detailed <laughs> then, origin story for Jesus. Right, yeah, The right. most detailed origin okay, story. Okay, okay. And then John? And then, and then they reboot the series yet again. And that's John. And then they finally are like, okay, we've rebooted enough. Now let's write all the sequels. And that's the rest of the New Testament. <laughs> Where is, is there a book of Paul or because you guys talked about like not hating Paul. Yeah, Paul wrote a billion books in the New Testament. Oh, okay. Yeah, then it's all Paul, 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 basically until Revelations. (laughs) Right. I'm so excited for Revelations. I'm going to be like 45 when Revelations happens, (laughs) but I'm here for it, okay? (laughs) Amazing. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Uh, We have to finish this. We have to finish this. We have to finish this. We have a toast. We have a toast. I did save Yay! enough of this for a toast. Me too. So we have good, a good. new patron, Lauren. Let's toast Lauren. Yay. 
Thank you so much, Lauren, for supporting our show, for supporting these services, for becoming a parishioner. We couldn't do this show without you and without all of you Mm -hmm. who also show up to our live shows, listen to the show, hang out in our silly Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Thank you so, so much. Our patrons of us, thank you for everything. Y'all are the best. Wow. Well, let's bring this home. Next week, everyone, this is it. This is the end of Jeremiah. We're going to be sticking around next week for a quiz. It's going to be awesome. Dedeker and I are going to try not to fail. We're going to try to get at least a B. As we'll always, see what happens. As always. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy with a C on this one because this really was a lot and it was dense, but here we go. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Bible Study Today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, and send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Onan from their album, Home of the, the, the. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.